0: Hello my name is Maddie.
1: and I'm Hannah. We are reading Partners in Crime. Over the last few years we have gone on 45 book-based adventures. We investigate a real-life case using advice from murder mystery authors. We review a book, find the sleuthing tips and hopefully solve the case. Welcome to The Unsolved Case of the Missing Salmon.
2: Yeah. Very fitting. Very fitting. Have you been here before? I have, yeah. My own book club. You seem quite au fait with the booking directions, all of it. Friends, friends, yeah. welcome. I would recommend it is the upstairs room at the Star Tavern in Belgravia apparently it's been nominated for pub of the year well it's vote. So. is there- it popular vote or oh it is popular right. vote yeah and there's a link to crime go on because if you turn and have a look at the sign above you it says location. this very room is the location for most
1: of the planning (laughs) most some of the
2: logistical details maybe not
1: so it was the location for most of the planning of what was then the country's
2: biggest size the great train robbery which we've all heard or haven't we that's very cool actually wow there's a great
1: fact there we don't need to go on the currency converter because it says it netted they netted 2.6 2.6 million pounds, about 40, 40 million in money. money. No
2: need for the, uh, what's it called? The currency conversion. No need, they've no need done it already. They're probably on there themselves. Do you know what um, I like also about this place is that um, you probably, just because you just made the booking, but when I arrived, they said, are you with Hannah? How did they look? I don't know, they must have, you look like her type. Oh that's lovely. Which is nice, isn't Is it? that are you comfortable with her? Well being your type. Yeah. Well, the type that looks like I might be with you. Yeah I am actually. You're with I'm her. I'm very now. happy with that. Of it's course. a bit like most of like but we're in cheers. <laughs> <laughs> well, your... I've never actually watched. Never that. watched an episode, no me no. neither But I sort of I feel like it's a sort it's familiar, brain, brain, of sort familiar. Of, yeah. Yeah. So this right, is let's go. unprecedented. Right, so we're going straight into the straight into the, book. Into the book. So this week we're reading The Master
3: Key by Sako
2: Hannah, is your Hannah, could you please tell us why you chose this book? I will tell you why I chose this book. The reason I chose it is Japanese murder mystery is very trendy it's very trendy very cool you can see it everywhere Um, quite a few new translations are coming through and I am interested in it as a genre because Japan had their own murder mystery golden age at a similar time to here in the UK. So I was intrigued. Now all of the Japanese murder mysteries that I've heard people talking about have been by men. Yes. So I wanted to find one by a woman and I found this one was it difficult by the way to find one? I found an article, someone has written a really helpful article. Thank you that's someone. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I should try and actually find out who it was, give them a shout out. It was someone on the the world wide web. Thank you, www dot. And I saw this book but I also found out a bit about her as an author and she just sounded fascinating, so I'll just try and find It's got on the back of the book while you're looking at that It does have a, also available by her, oh, The oh, Lady Killer that. Death Stalks the Nightclubs of Tokyo, which sounds yeah. a lot more thrillery if you ask Yeah, me. it does, perhaps a bit more real crime yeah. So uh, Togawa was born in Tokyo, this book is set in Tokyo um, Her father died when she was young, so she actually spent the rest of her childhood living it an apartment building for oh. single women, well, which is a cool. setting for today's book, obviously provided inspiration for it. So after leaving school she worked as a typist for some years, but then she became a cabaret performer in 1954. And then she yeah, then she wrote backstage during the breaks between her performances. Love that. And this was actually her debut novel in 1962. And it won a prize called the Edogawa Rampo Prize, which I believe is a prize for Japanese in I should check that out and she went on to become a hugely successful crime writer but she also had a parallel life as a singer actress feminist nightclub owner and gay icon she died in 2016 at the age of 83 wow what a woman she actually sounded very fascinating yes she does sound fascinating and also the other the other book is in a nightclub so clearly a lot of uh, inspiration from her own life yeah Um, and do you want to give us a summary about the book yes I do how? I used to learn, mate, we didn't my own Yeah. So as mentioned, this book is set in a Tokyo kind of boarding house apartment yeah. building for single women. <laughs> <laughs> and every resident there is hiding something. They've all got a secret and they are linked by the fact they live in the building also a master key which can open all 150 rooms and when the master key is stolen it says here the residents are gripped by paranoia I'd say some of the residents are some of them don't don't care yeah Yeah, it is odd some of them I feel are disengaged by this massive problem (laughs) Uh, so they're thinking about you know who has the master key and slowly it says here the sinister past of the boarding house emerges we have a tale of deceit, kidnapping, and murder with deadly repercussions in the present. Spot on, actually. spot on, spot on. You thank, um, thank you. Very succinct. And what did you think? Wow, what an odd, fascinating read. yeah this was so it's set in it was written in 1962 or 64 whatever I I mentioned but it's set in Tokyo after the second world war so it's set in the 50s and I was absolutely gripped by it it was so unusual it's quite a detailed exploration of loneliness, explicitly yeah. the loneliness and solitude felt by older women living yeah. together. They're almost exclusively, I'd say what, like 50 plus? Yeah. The women that, that live there. Yeah. yeah. Completely agree. Sure. And this odd situation that they all live together in the building, but they're very separate and yeah. isolated yeah. from one another. And some of them are really, really poor. So that like, the little yeah. conditions they're living in, some of them are like sleeping in their own cupboards and stuff. Yeah, quite, quite yeah. Stuff. So one of my, I'd say, she's probably my the fa- my favourite character was a woman called Noriko who has this sort of undiagnosed illness, yeah. and her flat is she's like a hoarder, yeah. and she's living in like a nests that she's created out of papers and things so I thought there were women being described, who so so you, you just don't but normally encounter them in them mysteries, but I would say not often in just literature yeah. as yeah. a whole. Yes. Yeah, so there was Noriko. There was then a former school teacher called Yoneko Kimaro who decided to write letters to her old pupils, and she wrote 700 every day for what two years? She like writes yeah. one a day. Yeah. wrote she she I did make me letter did make me think if I received a letter from one of my old teachers I'm not sure I'd reply Would you reply? I don't know, it it which teacher Yeah, definitely and, the, and amongst this loneliness you get these tiny moments of connection So two women realise they're both thieves yes. And that connects them Yeah. Uh, two other women realise they're both readers And that connects them um, it was There was a mystery at the centre of it all But quite a lot of it I felt, yeah, it was this exploration of the darker, yeah. twistier side of women yeah. living together. Yeah. And I found that gripping. really gripping! What else I love, I love the structure. Yes, and how it structure. Yeah. Yeah. So the beginning is brilliant. And you're giving this insight into. actively stop and go because I was like I think I might have been reading it on the tube and yeah. I thought do you know this I mean I need to read this at home so I wanted yeah. to like give it give it time because yeah. it is incredible. Yeah and then especially because when you start thinking about it all of the clues are there yeah. they're all it's there so clever. Because they she mentions that there two people are burying the body of a child at yeah. the beginning. And she does say that a third person is there watching, but you never really think about it. Yeah, it's completely forgotten. And also, there's a bit at the beginning where the person who turns out to be the murderer. Yeah. Is Miss Toja. Miss Toja. And she's earlier in the in the very earlier book. she gets her own chapter, and it's all from her. It's the only other chapter where there's the first person down to I I didn't think of it. No, I didn't clock that at no, all. all. So I just thought the clues were right there, I just blissfully read past them. Yeah. That that clever weaving of clues made me think of Christiana Brown Yes, it was very Christian. Yeah, yeah. Um and just the depth Of range of themes and emotion. So quite a lot of my notes I just sort of wrote down themes that were (laughs) being explored. So I revenge, guilt, loneliness, pettiness, sadness, um, tensions between Japanese and the oh, Europeans, um, yeah. in uh, post-war Tokyo, for education, privilege, wealth, class, uh, spiritualism, justice, I just was quite overwhelmed by how much there was there. I also did think as well, I, every time I thought, this is irrelevant, why are we talking about this? And it never was, it, it always came was. back, even it down to that, came um, back. What call, the what the brother, you know, the medical, he's yeah. like a like kind of... I've a... oh, well, got the weird profit. Yeah, the profit. Uh, yeah. Like, a, it's got a, like, a measurable angle to it. But well, there's no way that this is relevant. It really like, yeah. is. Yeah. So, yeah, the, those are some of my support, uh, thoughts about Jay. Jay. Hi, Dave. we just the <laughs> pocket. <laughs> If you've read The Master Key. You, um, have you read it? But you have been on the show before what? So I feel like it's sort of what fine Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Friend, yeah. Of the, friend of the show Dave yeah, has yeah. arrived Of uh, season 2 episode 12 <laughs> <laughs> Check it out <laughs> we, won't, we won't What time is it? We won't be much longer We'll be like 20 15 minutes Do you know what? I'd love uh, A Coke yeah. Thanks. you a <laughs> <please>. Actually <laughs> Yeah, Can I change that possible. to a fun to such tango they have it. Thank Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's like Dave just arrived to get <laughs> yeah, I know, thank <laughs> <they>. <laughs> thanks Dave. Friend of the show and also assistant Dave. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Production assistant has just arrived. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've um, lost your thread, haven't you? Completely lost your thread. I was so surprised by it. It wasn't what I expected to be. No, not at all. What you it. I couldn't agree more. I also spent quite a lot of it thinking, unlike some of the other books we've read that aren't mysteries, I spent a lot of it thinking, this isn't a mystery. I know exactly what's happened here, but I'm fine with it because I'm really enjoying the book and at the end I felt duped which is unusual but fully duped but, but absolutely <laughs> happy about it yeah me too I also, was really duped. I mean she just she played me Do <laughs> 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 you, like, you mean the author or the character well, right? I, I sort of mean the character but obviously in, also the author uh, wait no it, by doing that the author yeah. yeah yeah
0: can we recap on her motivation
2: behind so, it so I felt her motivation was, okay, so she was really bored, everyone underestimated her. Yeah. She reminded me a bit of a sort of twisted version of René Michelle, or Michael, I can't remember, who is the concierge in The Elegance of the Hedgehog by Muriel Barbary. Oh, you ever read that? Absolutely not. Okay, well go, go and read that. <laughs> (laughs) Recommendation. Um, There's a similarity in that both Renee and here, Miss Togo, everyone just thinks they're a receptionist, completely underestimate them, and both are secretly reading books. Yeah. And that's their sort of way into fulfillment in their life. I think she just was a bit of an avenging angel and she saw these two people bearing a child and she wanted to reap revenge. But she did also decide to punish someone for complaining about their fanlight window. She gassed them, which, which seemed quite extreme. Yeah. I think she was power tripping because she oh, said she so saw much. herself as a director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of the residents were the puppets that she was moving around. Especially because at the beginning of her confession, she, it sort of feels like yeah, she's just she's just playing out that very direct piece of revenge. But then she suddenly she's like, I'm, and I'm off. I'm, I'm, everyone's. She takes everyone. Out. Yeah, slowly one by one. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So dark. And she actually says life is just a passing dream. And we are the toys of mocking fate. Quite, quite, quite. And she's very clever. Like The way she plans the murders she, She's meticulous. Yeah, she's on it. She and she, up she's this, playing a long game as well. Yeah, and she makes up this special mirror. Um, can I ask a question? Okay, is it about the child? Because I'm not 100% sure no, I can explain it. It's not about the child. Okay. Is it possible to do this building? Is that a thing people do? Is that a thing? <laughs> that a thing? <laughs> Can't you... Move a building if it doesn't have like, extreme foundations. That's yes. true. Because they're just basically lifting it up oh, like, they they're, lift up a like building. it's in The Sims or something. Yeah, yeah. Odd. And they're all sat, sat in their rooms watching a glass of water to see if it moves. Yeah, which is brilliant in awesome. itself. Yeah. Wasn't the seance as scary as anything? I read it in bed. It and gave I had to the wait willings. for Mike to come home because I got freaked really? out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so spooky. It was, it was everything I wanted it to be and more. And there are sort of nods to classic mystery as well. Yep. Uh, so there's one point where one of the characters puts a handkerchief in her mouth to do a fake phone call, which I thought was great. I like that the seance, although it was terrifying, did have a casual, here's some do's and don'ts. Oh, go I No, on. here. No, just someone said did, that. Did it? Yeah, they just said, Before cool, we start some do's and don'ts. <laughs> But housekeeping, and I thought she also depicted like the mundane sense of yeah. living in this building with other people quite well, because they yeah. have a meeting where everyone's yeah. moaning about. They're worried that the main key has been lost, but also a lot of the chat is about cat messes. Yeah, she, they I laugh. mean the building, the building meeting. Uh, I'm surprised that didn't make you, seeing as how often we read country novels, and you go, <laughs> well, it makes me scared about living in the country?" It doesn't make you scared about living in a big building. <laughs> uh, a little bit, well, if we miss some uh, tacos there, then yeah. I did, actually, I did think that the
3: um, that the setting was fantastic.
2: Yeah, it was one of my favourite parts of the whole book. Yeah. I also think, as well, part of the reason she did it is she was so resentful of other people because she does say, you readers who grow, have grown up in happy homes will not understand the feelings of someone like me. Who, after being alone for so long, suddenly encounters escape from solitude? She just does it because nothing's going on. Lonely Everything is boring, and it's be- it was beautifully written. I yeah. thought the writing. Can you explain to me? Yeah, go on. Right, so this child who they find yeah, the yeah. it's not George. She's not George. George actually She's is still safe and well. In America. In in America. Right. Because George's dad is like with this other woman and she basically says Leave <laughs> your the mother Japanese and bring the boy with you girl. to the States. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that, but the only thing we know, we know that the child that is buried has golden hair because that is mentioned right at the beginning. Yeah, true. So I wondered, but whose child is that? I wondered whether it was the child of the woman in the building yeah. Chicago, mm-hmm. I don't know if correctly, and the school teacher, another school teacher who was oh, maybe European, an and perhaps she had an affair, because there had to be there was some link to the school teacher. Yeah. Because they talk about the school teacher right in the end. And they never really it comes back. Mm, yeah, maybe. I wasn't entirely sure no, about the identity sure. of that child. Can we write to can we write to her? Is she still alive? No, no. But I remember she passed away in two thousand sixteen. Oh yeah, you did say that. you'll um, never know. It was... Unexpected. 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 I was almost a little bit sad. It was so short. It's a very yeah. short read. It's about 100... It's 133 pages, I think, on e-book. I don't know what it is in... It's actually it's a little bit longer. 188. 88. Yeah, 188. I... I would heartily recommend it. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I don't think you'll be disappointed. And also, I thought you might have seen the twist. Like, I thought you were going to rock up and just be like, yeah, or, oh, um, I knew not. what was happening. No, I thought that I didn't you see fall. it. You looked so pleased. I thought you had. Oh, no, 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 no. You fool. I mean, I think, as relatively experienced mystery readers, I think it's quite hard to call us. I think so too. She, yeah, she led us up the Garden of the <laughs> Shall we score? Yeah, have got three minutes to right, i mean, yeah. right alright, I'm just going to write this down. Bear with. season three, episode 14. Master key. Do you know what? Well, I'm actually thinking about rereading it. Oh yeah. I think I missed a lot.
3: And we I were reading it at pace.
2: What... Hello. hello. Oh, another friend of the yeah, podcast. We're, we're just, just recording an episode. We're just recording an episode. <laughs> but you're located in. for once, We're just doing our scoring, then we're done. Do you want to say hello to the, yeah. the listeners? Hello, listeners. <laughs> Lovely, lovely. Right, you ready? Yeah. On three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Off the cuff. (laughs) Okay. On three? Yeah, on three. One, two, three. I'm going nine. I was going to go eight and a half. I thought it was brilliant. Really brilliant. Okay, yeah. So, HK? Nine. Nine. MB? Nine. Okay. 18 out of 20. One-liner, very high-scoring. One we? one no, high Quickest we've ever done this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I feel liner. under pressure. What should we say? Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, Hauntingly beautiful. <laughs> you don't know like that? Yeah, do. It, yeah, do. It. <laughs> no? mm-hmm. Can we say something about twist and women? Twisty women. <laughs> Hauntingly beautiful. With unexpected twist.
3: With no, un- that's rubbish. No, isn't no, it? no.
2: That's fine. With unexpected twist and. Something about emotionally developed older women, something. I'm just going to keep writing. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Older women, something. Done. Yeah. Great. Boom. Boom. Bones. Any AOB? No. Right. Okay. (laughs) See you later.
1: so we're here at Maddy's flat but not recording with Maddy in a twist much like today's book which has a twist we are recording with another friend of the show Mama Kay who has read The Master Key by Maseko Togawa. So what were your thoughts? Do you want to
3: feed them in? Yeah yeah I had quite a few thoughts and I know that when before I read the book you said you had some questions that you really wanted to ask me and I don't I don't know what they are. (laughs) I
1: do still have those questions because I asked Maggie
3: and she didn't know the answer so I'll but I'll hold those back for now. Hold those back. Yeah and from from the beginning I I thought the the interesting thing was about the child, of course. Yeah. And my first thoughts were that they, the child had been born out of wedlock with a very famous person. Interesting. And yeah. the, 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 the reason it was kidnapped back was because she she wasn't supposed to have any contact with the child. Because, the you know, the child, it was her child and she, the father was a famous person yeah. who was somehow looking after the child or something had gone on there. And that's why the the child was kidnapped and brought back. That was my very first thoughts about what had happened. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, that bit about the child comes out at the end, but there's lots in the middle, isn't there? Which isn't... Yeah, but then obviously, because the
1: child is not the child who's kidnapped. No, I know. I know, I
3: know, but we didn't actually know that at the beginning. Oh no we didn't know that at the beginning At the, beginning. So at the beginning, beginning my very first thought was that this child I thought that somehow that she'd had a child Or she was looking after a child that she wasn't allowed to have Okay yeah, yeah So yeah. That, that's what I, what I thought but obviously it was very different at the end And there was all the stuff wasn't there it was just, It was all about hidden secrets, sexuality, jealousy Yeah a lot, a lot of jealousy A lot of jealousy and jealousy of the professor and then there was all the stuff about religion and belief and that really strange sect wasn't it yeah yeah uh, so
1: earlier we talked about how uh, creepy the seance in it was
3: yes yes yeah. how creepy it all was and the fact that the lights had to be switched off and there was a the little um what did they call her she was like a goddess wasn't she oh she was called uh Thumbelina Vestal yeah the Thumbelina Vestal, Vestal yeah yes yeah and then yeah I I think can I ask a question question, because I've got something I didn't understand but it might be what you might be the same okay no
1: so my question first of all is just about your reading of it so did you see the twist coming that it was actually Miss Togo the other receptionist who was behind it all because both Maddie and I couldn't believe it yeah, and I was so taken
3: aback that yeah. that was what had actually happened. I did I did know that the lady with the white hair and the wig that she was pretending to be. What was her name? Oh, so uh Miss Togo was pretending to be someone called like Haru Santu? Yes. So yeah. I knew that Haru was an enigma. And yes, I knew definitely. that Haru was somebody that wasn't who they said they were. Agreed. And was wearing a wig and etc. etc. Yeah. And I sort of knew that the receptionist was living a strange, unfulfilled life in which she probably yes. had got herself fulfilled somewhere else by doing some... Because she was living the world of imagination, but cleverness somehow in her so i wasn't surprised you weren't surprised i wasn't surprised i thought she'd done something or she i i thought she definitely knew about the baby did you yeah Yeah, because i didn't even tweak that i thought she definitely knew Ah. that they'd hidden a baby because somebody was hiding in the shadows yes i can so i completely forgot that because it did say a third person saw saw it and they were hiding in the shadows and then i thought well who was that person and i thought maybe it was a receptionist
1: anyway because she
3: was so interested in everybody and everything or Mm -hmm. i wasn't surprised about that okay the thing that i was i couldn't work out and you might have worked this out well i don't don't bet on it but yeah okay when i got (laughs) to the end i thought oh i understand about all the master keys different master keys receptionists goddesses seances I I got that completely yeah because that that was her brother
1: she enlisted wasn't it yeah it was a fake spirituality yeah Yeah. it
3: wasn't I I I mean that didn't give me any bother to work out or to fit together because I just thought that's obvious obvious seance con in my mind (laughs) 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 obvious (laughs) obvious obvious religious con isn't it but the thing I I didn't well one thing I didn't work out was why was the baby dead right okay so that's one thing but there, there was yeah. an, the, it's all related to the the baby had allegedly had some disorder that meant it couldn't live but okay we might be thinking the same but thing. that's fine I do understand that but where her where'd he where'd they gone and got the baby from and she'd given birth to the baby somewhere
1: Yes. Y- y- well, y- we don't know that, though. No. Well, okay.
3: Maybe not. Do we
1: know? Because that's what I was thinking. But that's we don't actually know that um, Chikako had the baby, or Ch- Chikaku, Chiku. Probably, had the baby. Okay. So this is what we had a, had a, like. So with the child, yes. I actually went back and reread the first chapter right okay. up to the Because yeah. that's when you find out about this child who is is buried under the building we find out about that child that child is described as having golden hair um but i was i was not sure about the identity of the father of the the child and the father and there was that very last line so who
3: visited her boyfriend
1: well yes who is that person who visited because they say there's a Miss togo, the receptionist, mm. finds the marriage certificate doesn't she because yeah. she she thinks it's going to be something linked to George yes. she's like, oh it's just it was a sealed marriage certificate,
3: yes, yeah but she doesn't tell us the reader who who was she married to. married to and we assume it's the person that dresses up as a woman and visits her and then gets killed but we don't know that because
1: no. he could have just been a messenger or, or an ally or something because there's in the last page we get this or maybe not the last page but towards the end there's like this flashback to major craft yes, basically yes. telling us what he did yeah and um, there's a description of George mm-hmm. uh, messing around, and there's something about the school teacher grabbed George yes. by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know if that was suggesting that there's something there about
3: the school teacher. Yeah, that was a theme, wasn't it? That the school teacher might know something, but, but she what wasn't school told, teacher, and she wasn't telling. But what school teacher was that who was in America? Oh, I don't know. What I mean? But also I don't know where did they go and where did they go and get the baby from to put it in the bag? The child when when the four year old.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And why
3: why was that child
1: dead? I don't know. And I think that's strange of circumstances because the man who brings the child says it was the only way I know I know yeah it was the only Only way he didn't he did not the man who brought the child did not act like a grieving father
3: no I don't think he was the father of that that, child um, it was more like a messenger or a somebody doing a job yeah and was she waiting? But if Major Why Craft... Was she waiting for him to come back all that time? Yeah, exactly. Because no, she, set, she set the table and she waited and waited for him to come back. So there must have been quite a significant relationship there.
1: Unless, unless it was Major Craft's child and she did think he might come back because she did actually have a marriage certificate with him that she she couldn't that she do you know what i mean that she couldn't kind of have authenticated because obviously he had gone
3: so she was waiting for major craft i don't know because i think that seems deeply deeply unrealistic though i thought she was waiting for the
1: whoever bought the baby in the bag no because that person got killed in the
3: Traffic accident, right? No, I, I know it. they got killed. I understand. Oh, but, but it, that's it was her. She did she know they got killed in the traffic accident? Oh, that's true. She didn't know I so thought, She could be waiting I for that person. She was person waiting as for well. them to come back because they went out and never came back. It is a mystery, isn't it? It is a mystery. And the other thing, they know that the master keys keeps disappearing and And people are going in in and out of rooms and stealing violins and... They don't actually care, though. No, and going... (laughs) (laughs) opening windows and... Yeah. um, Etc. And police are never called for any of that, are they? Because they all feel somehow implicated in it, don't they? Well, they're they're... all implicated, but also...
1: Isn't there sort of this idea that though they're all isolated in their rooms and they're very solitary mm. that they do they do want a bit of connection
3: well they also have all this I'm um, I'm going to go along the corridor when nobody else is there and I'm going to hide and pretend nobody else is there. Yeah. But I do somebody else is there and it doesn't really bother me. There's all that Well no, it's the it's exciting. It's exciting hiding from somebody, but hoping that there's somebody to hide from. Yeah. Well yeah. they're really bored, aren't they? Like all there's all a of lot them about re- how retired high ha- um teachers. Yeah, yeah, they're all
1: bored, they're all alone, they're nothing is happening. Yeah. Because it was, part of me almost wondered whether it was going to be revealed that there wasn't a child. and oh, there was nothing in and the there. And there was nothing there. And that the whole thing had actually been a sort of a, a fabrication by um, Miss Miss Togo, the receptionist, Oh, sorry. just to kind of inject... Oh, some, to have a story. Yeah, to have some
3: drama and...
1: Well, if you, you think thing.
3: practically... How did they get the bag out the concrete, and then how did they know that inside the concrete in the bag was a, a body? Well, it's not really explored, is it? No, so, it's not really explored. So there is still a possibility that it was all a fabrication. Yeah, Maybe not. it's yeah. weird,
1: though, isn't it? Weird. It's a, it was really odd, but compelling. Really oh, right. compelling. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, are we it. definitely gonna gonna read some more by her? I don't. Still don't of understand who is that? Who was that child?
3: No, I don't know. I don't know. We well. Let's see. Readers, please write in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not readers, listeners.
1: Yeah. If you read, read, read it in. and you think you know. Think oh, the it's inter- what? Bleeding obvious. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I thought all the characters were absolutely fascinating. Oh
3: yeah, in their own right. Yeah, have a little novel about all of them. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, a sequel. A sequel. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to give your score? Would you like to give a score out of 10? Yeah, Kushka.
3: I've been unallowed before. (laughs) No, 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 you're allowed to. Um, I think I'll give it a solid 8 9. Solid 8 9? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, is that okay?
1: Yeah, brilliant. Okay, Okay, well, thanks for your thoughts. Thanks for coming on the show again. Thank you. And, uh, And also coming on to discuss a much sort of twistier, creepier book than the first book that we discussed. Oh, was
3: that cat book, wasn't it? The cat book, yeah. And there is a cat here today, but the cat is asleep.
0: We've been reading The Master Key by Masako Togawa. In our next episode, we'll be reading Death on the Chirwell by Mavis Doriel Hay, who you may remember from season one, episode two, Fame, and season two, episode, I Can't Remember Fame, where we read the Santa Claus mystery or the Santa Claus murder, in fact, uh, our festive read. Thank you Mon Ami, my co-host, for joining me, and Mezami for taking part in this episode. If you like our podcast, why not give it a review? We're available on Spotify, where you can give us a five-star review, if you so choose, and also on Google Podcasts, and in fact, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a little rate, a review, whichever you like. We appreciate all. If you want to get in touch with us, we are at Missing salmon Case. Uh, on instagram and also on email at missing at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with your favorite episodes perhaps a suggested read for the future or indeed any other mystery related tidbits this podcast is created produced and edited by maddie berry and hannah knight and our music is sourced from melody loops and composed by jeff halvey until next time e., keep sleuthing